We are back with another episode of We Are That Podcast. It is your favorite West Indian Joy, Carly. And I'm here with my lovely two co-hosts. Ladies, go ahead and introduce yourselves for our guests. I'm Chris. Hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. It's Ugo. What's up? And we are back for another episode, which I think is going to be like a really great balance of lighthearted, but also some substance, substance too, because we are tackling unpopular opinions, okay? Lighthearted? Lighthearted. Lighthearted. What in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we make like words today. <laughs> um, but no, um... Basically, want to cover like a whole, like a couple different um, fields, like food, music, um, relationships, friendships, whatever. Um, but what we'll start off with is food, because streets say my food takes are a bit questionable. I say the streets don't know what they fucking talking about, because if there's anything I know, I know my food takes are valid. My food takes are very valid, and I want to start off with one that I actually. Um, realized the other day, I'm a big fan of cheese. I, I, I love cheese, except for American, because that's not real cheese. But I love cheese. I, I can almost put cheese on anything. But there's something that I saw the other day on Twitter that really disgusted me. Um, people have been getting creative with their foods, you know, cooking and stuff like that. That's great. I saw oxtail sliders. I thought that was cool. I like the concept, idea. But then I saw that there was cheese on it. And this wasn't the first time that I've seen somebody put cheese on oxtail. And I'm just like, I don't know why people think that's okay. Like, I don't agree with that. Cheese doesn't, cheese can't go on everything. Cheese can't go on everything. That's my unpopular opinion. Because oxtails and cheese, shrimp and cheese, like, it just doesn't work. Wrong. Wrong. How? Why? Just because you don't know how to cook, Carly. First of all, ain't nobody said no. Oh, me not know how to cook, baby. Stupid ass opinion. <laughs> no. You're wrong. Those oxtail sliders look bomb. With the cheese on it? Yes, bitch. No. And I'm about to put y'all on to game a little black business here in Jersey. KB's Barbecue, they sell. I heard about them. Heard about them. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. Well, they have a lot of things, which I'm about to order right now because I am smack. <laughs> so they got these um, loaded fries. They have a sea. It's a seafood one. Like um, I think there's like barbecue, brisket, um, chicken, whole pork. Like they got mad other ones, but the shrimp, the seafood one, it comes with shrimp and crab meat. And then I got cheese and it has um, waffle fries and different types of fries in there. Bitch, the shit is good. So you're not going to tell me up in here on Beyonce's internet that <laughs> and cheese don't taste good. Okay, no, no, no. I take that back because I'm a, I'm a big fan of like seafood ziti's or seafood mac okay, and cheese. Look, stuff like that. My, my main thing is like it's just the oxen with the cheese really pissed me off, y'all. It made me think like y'all don't have to put cheese on absolutely everything. I don't understand what's the problem though. It's just me. 
No, because if you like the way oxtail is seasoned and, and the I understand how oxtail is seasoned. I clearly do. I make oxtail as well. It's just meat. Like in the context I'm not gonna say put oxtail in and cook it for hours with some fucking a block cheese. That's not what I'm saying. But in the context, I get it. Like it's not like it's absurd yeah. you looking at it like, oh my God. Nah, I don't. I, I just feel like the flavor combinations that go with seasoning oxtail, I feel like that combined with cheese, it just doesn't work. But maybe I need to try these oxtail sliders. For me personally, I just feel like that leads me to like one of my unpopular opinions because I just feel like people just do too much with their food. Like as far as like we don't need to put two good foods and combine them all the time in hopes and aspirations that they work. There's just things that need, they can stay separate and they're already good on their own. And it's another thing that you see on Twitter. Cause you know that Twitter chefs love to do that. Yes. You know? Thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Um, so I think one thing that I saw was, um, I guess it was like a, um, similar to yours, like oxtail grilled cheese. Like, I don't, I just feel, and me personally, I'm also not a fan of grilled cheese, but that's just because I'm not a fan of cheese in general. But like, I just feel like for those who really like grilled cheese and for those who really like oxtail, like we don't need to form some sort of union between the two. Like they can be bad bitches on their own. We don't, they don't, we don't need to do it all the time. We don't need chicken marsala empanadas. Like we don't need it. It's fine. We could just have empanadas chicken empanadas being on one side and we can have chicken marsala be on the other side and we can be in matrimony like it's it's fine wait you know? did you just think of chicken marsala empanadas yourself or did you actually see that on twitter i know i just thought of that myself okay <laughs> free idea don't do it guys but that's a free idea that i i really do see happening soon because like twitter chefs will do something like that chicken marsala empanadas chicken marsala tacos or some shit like that this doesn't need to happen. It doesn't. You don't need to pit two bad bitches against each other. They can coexist. Each other together. I don't even know what chicken marsala is. I've never tasted it in my life, but it's good to me. It is. There's chicken marsala and there's chicken masala. One I believe is like Italian inspired, and then another one is Indian inspired. Regardless, neither of them need to be in no damn empanada. Thank you. So That's don't all. do that. Yeah. I like the creativity behind food, but like, I like the creativity behind foods in the sense of, um, like, like somebody did like a, like a Thanksgiving cupcake. It was like cornbread stuffed with mac and cheese. And then the icing was mashed potatoes. That was too much for me, but it garnered a lot of interest and a lot of people were like, I like, let me try that. Like, uh, uh, uh. but it's just too much. Like you don't have to do all that with food. Why would you do it? You don't, it's just not needed. We can have mm -hmm. these things as separate entities on our plate. And it was like cornbread stuffed with mac and cheese. And then the icing was mashed potatoes. And then it was like a gravy, like drizzled over it. And it was like a Thanksgiving cupcake. <laughs> I support black businesses, but like, <laughs> come on now. We need to do better as a unit. We need to do better as a unit. That, that's not necessary. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. Mm -mm. I think the only unpopular opinion that I'm going to state, and then I'm logging off because this is me dropping the mic. I like the dramatic pause. Don't you? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm kind of waiting. That's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Building suspense, bitches. <laughs> if you eat bananas, you're going to hell. Period. What? You don't eat bananas? God awful. What about in your smoothies? What about in my smoothies? Like, do you like them in your smoothies? Oh, like a strawberry banana? I do not like them at all. I do not, I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with oh, a house. I will not eat them oh. in the air. I will. <laughs> no! <laughs> I like bananas. That's a good snack for me. Actually, funny enough, one time I was, <laughs> one time I was really, I was cooked to the gods, as, as one would say. And you had a banana? I went to Wawa and um, they had like a pack of bananas for like, like, like a, like a banana for like 69 cents or something. And I bought like four and I was high as hell in the back seat of my friend's car just munching on bananas. That's a really good nah, snack. Nah, if you are a real smoke, you know that once you smack, citrus will set you off. That's true. I used to drink orange juice with my blunts. Because apparently somebody said like it makes you higher or something. Oh, I, don't know. I, got, I got an orange in the fridge. Guess what the fuck I'm about yeah. to Yeah. You know what? Put them on, Ugo. Put them on. Citrus. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not lying, though. You got it. No. And also, for the tip for people who drink, if you're drinking something that's really strong or really bitter or anything, if you eat citrus with that, it cuts off the bite. Mm. So it makes you okay. want to drink more. Mm. Okay. Alcoholics or potheads. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Carly, I need to address what you said because you said you were snacked or whatever and you chose bananas in Wawa. So in Wawa, imagine. But you have you have chips on this side, you have You got the sandwiches. Sandwiches on this them. side. You got you like know, looking back, it must have been during a time period when I was like trying to diet. And or it must have been during a time period where you, you were or something. <laughs> because why? Bananas are fire. That's such a nice snack. You imagine being a child of God in this <laughs> day and age and opening your mouth, the, the mouth that God worked so hard to create in that perfect aspect. And you open your stupid mouth and say, I like bananas. I want banana. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it's, it. it's giving me. But you know what? I don't like banana flavored things. Like banana laffy taffy, trash. Banana ice pops or banana pudding. I don't like banana pudding. You but then it's banana ice pops. If that exists, I don't know. Oh my god, you almost gave me a stroke. Oh, I don't know if it exists. <laughs> I was just honestly, Carly. It's people like you who enable those banana flavored things to happen. You see, and this is see, this like is why you. I wanted to do this episode because I knew this was going to be something to talk about. People think my my food takes are so questionable, and I just want to know what's wrong with y'all. Like, what happened in a past life for y'all to think that my food takes are wrong? I think the only questionable food taste that I've seen, Carly display is the cereal there was one cereal i was like what the fuck is this place? yep that's in, the cupboard. Cupboard. that's in my cupboard right now if you want me to tell them what what cereal you favor I, of, all, of all of the cereals on the show <laughs> gladly i'm so thank you kicks i think kicks is a great cereal i think it's the perfect balance of just enough sweetness but it's also subtle and you can also eat it dry i'm a fan of eating dry cereal kicks i like to eat dry too um that's what it's just giving me poverty i don't know um i'm not gonna subscribe to it i'm sorry no no thank you 
Mm -hmm. You know packing pe you know packing peanuts, right? That like if you order something, the packing peanuts. Oh my god! You just throw a little sugar on them, kicks. Practically, I remember I put that on. I put that on Twitter, and somebody was like, "Damn, you like paper mache cereal?" And I was like, first of all, don't you ever, don't you ever fucking violate me like that again." <laughs> it's deserved. No, I don't. It's so good. It's so good. Ugh. It's definitely up there for me. It's not my top one. Top one. But and what is it doing up? It's definitely in my top five. What? Yes, it's definitely in my top five, top three, even maybe. What's another food take I have? I just feel I just feel like when you walk in, it's like the same thing as your like bananas when you're hot. When you're just walking in the supermarket and you have this money to spend I'm on this deal. Right. Why, why does it occur to you to say, hey, let me spend my hard-earned money on bananas and kids? It is very filling, and it's also, you know, if you, if you, depending on how ripe you like to eat your bananas, it could be very sweet. And it's just, it's a quick on-the-go snack. Like, I like that. Mm, I'm hungry, but I don't want something too heavy, but I don't want something too light. Let me have two bananas. Ooh. And I And I know that you're the psycho who would put the bananas in <gasps> I know you are. And, and no, no you actually, are. no. I, know I don't like putting fruit in my cereal. I'm, I, if that counts as an unpopular opinion, but I don't like, mm -mm. I don't like doing that. I truthfully just don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Okay, wait. Here's another unpopular opinion that I think um, might kind of shake the table. I, I mean, I know you're supposed to refrigerate sauces, but I don't. I don't like my sauces being cold. I prefer my sauces to be room temperature. You know what? Honestly, guys, I had a really stressful day. I don't have time for this. Like, <laughs> honestly, I was watching up. My Apple Watch is literally triggering it and breathe. I don't <laughs> have time for this one. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. What's, wrong? What's wrong with that? Like, I think that sometimes, like, maybe, you know, it being too cold interferes with the fact that, like, it's supposed to have a lot of flavor. Cause like, I don't know my food's hot and then the sauce is cold. No, it kind of just goes against each other. No, if I have these hot, crispy, the fries, you're fries, cause you're putting it on something warm. You fucking Einstein. <laughs> oh my God, this bitch. <laughs> Pissing me off. Like, I don't agree with that. It's actually very disgusting. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I do refrigerate them, but I just, I just don't like, like I like it better when it's room temperature. So, like, if you just have, like, a nicely refrigerated bottle of ketchup and then, like, I don't ketchup like packets I don't that are just sitting there in the in the heat, it's 90-something degrees outside right now. Okay, so in first your of house, all, that's a very hot. specific scenario. It's hot. That's a very specific scenario, actually. So, are you telling me that you prefer non-refrigerated sauces in between January to may and then from june to december you i'm not understanding you know what let's hear one of your hot food take uh unpopular opinions chris Let, let's hear one of yours since we have so much to about how carly doesn't Sorry like said, i am sick of you <laughs> she gave the caveat that people were gonna think this shit was trash so i'm not sure why oh she's God. so confused but anyway one of my unpopular opinions is that chinese food is bottom tier cuisine oh I don't agree with that. Bottom tier. I don't agree with that, but that's probably because, like, when I lived in Jersey, I had, like, there there were more 
<laughs> there were more trusted Chinese food spots for me to order from. When I moved out to the city, I like I literally had Chinese food for the first time in seven months two days ago because the Chinese food spots out here are a little bit questionable, right? So because I had went so long without it, I found myself like missing Chinese food. Like I miss me some pork fried rice, some general chow chicken, some shrimp and broccoli. Like that's not, that's not bottom tier to me. Mm -mm. No, I'm more of a fan of Thai food either. now, but Chinese food is definitely still something that I'm like, no, when really? Bottom tier. What, what do you mean? Like, I, there are so many other cuisines that I would choose to go to on a normal day. And there's like, like I would, there's never a time where I crave Chinese food. Like, you food, never like, Chinese food itself. Chris ain't grow up in the hood. That's what she just told That's me. That's what I'm, I'm like, you ain't never heard of chicken wings and french fries from the Chinese food spot and then the ketchup all, all like, bro. Chinese food, especially because, well, like, I was, I grew up in North, moved to Union. My whole thing is, there are some Chinese foods where it's like, that shit will follow me. Like, and no matter what age I am in my life, I will always, there will always be a time where I'm going to crave Chinese food. Like, just for the simple fact that when I was growing up, that shit was a luxury, my nigga. My mom gets Chinese food, I'm hyped. You're not going to say it's true. Chinese it was all, oh, same with me, though. Same with me, though. Like, having, having a single mom, getting Chinese food and not having her cook all the time is something that you look forward to. Chinese food and pizza. So it's like, I understand it. but And I used to eat it a shit ton from what, like, when I was little up until, like, a couple years ago when I finally moved out on my own. But, like... If you're telling me right now, there's, I have my own money. I, there's just stuff that I can get. Like Chinese food is not on my mind. Like, and as far as Asian, and as far as Asian foods, there's just like Chinese food is bottom tier Asian food to me. Like, I'd rather have Thai food. I'd rather have like Japanese or sushi or something. I'm not thinking about Chinese food when it comes. To I don't. I wouldn't Asian say food. it's bottom tier because to me, I look at that as like. I mean, I get it. You don't like it, but relax. Like, it's accessible to most people, so you can't just sit here and say... But accessibility doesn't mean that. that it's good. But McDonald's is accessible to everybody. That it's doesn't mean that bottom McDonald's tier, is, right? isn't bottom tier. That's a good point. You said McDonald's isn't bottom tier, but Chinese food is. McDonald's and Chinese food are extremely are both extremely accessible, but that doesn't mean that it's not a bottom tier cuisine. Okay, well, you mentioned a good point. You said it was bottom tier in the category of Asian in the category of Asian food because you would rather have Thai, you would rather have Japanese, you'd rather have sushi. I think that's a good point because McDonald's is bottom tier in regards to fast food. You know what I that's mean? What I'm saying. Like, it's just bottom tier. A bit more specific. I'm definitely going for Thai before I go for Chinese. I love Thai food. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Chinese I don't know. I think that. I just don't like that word bottom tier because it has a negative connotation. Like, right. Yeah, it, it, it does. Like, I, you can literally just say something else. Like, you could argue that McDonald's isn't good, blah, 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 compared to Chick-fil-A or whatever. They're all shit anyway. But at the same time, don't say it's bottom tier because there's literally people who, that's all they can afford. $6 for a meal of chicken wings or fried rice. Like, come on. But I'm, but I think we're talking about two different things here. Cause if that's all you can afford, that's fine. Like I'm not taking that away from anything. And I'm not, and I'm also not saying that Chinese food is bad. I'm just saying that if I had to rank all of yeah, no, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. You don't have to repeat it. What I'm saying is the wording about it, the wording choice is like, it has a negative connotation. Because you said, like me, I'm going to look at it like, who do you think you are, the Queen of England? Like, fine. Then Chinese food is a par at best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all can agree with that. 
Like so, my so my my take was fine. Because it was just some, a word choice was wrong. Yes, because subpart is more so alluding to the actual taste or quality of the food. It tastes bad. It's this. It's that. But when you say it's bottom tier, it's like, and what tier are you on, bitch? Like what the hell? That's how I'm looking at it. So that's all I'm saying. The wording. Okay, that's fine. There's still subpar in my eyes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, try every Chinese food spot either. That's true too. That's very true. Yeah. Um, um, ugh, I can't. This is kind of segueing into snacks in regards to food, but something that I believe for the longest time, I never understood the hype. Hot Cheetos is big trash. I've tried it. But hot Cheetos is big trash. I agree. Okay, so I'm going to go on the record and say that I'll take that unpopular opinion because if you two agree with it, then it's popular. My unpopular opinion is hot Cheetos is elite. No. That's that's, that's strong. That's a strong opinion. (laughs) That's strong. The amount of love people give hot Cheetos, like y'all. It's so good. And then some people also want to pour like nacho cheese on it and then like shake the bag up. I've seen that a couple times on social media. like your booty hole on Yeah. Fire, like, bro. It's funny that you say that because that's exactly what people will reply to that. Like your booty hole going to be on fire in a couple hours. Because <laughs> it will. It's fucking nasty. No, I tried hot Cheetos because I like Cheetos. And I've growing, growing up, I've, um, gotten more comfortable with expanding like my palate with trying spicy stuff i used to be really against spicy food i used to think like what's the point it kind of overpowers the flavor not really enhance it but now i'm more keen on trying spicy stuff so i'm like okay let me try hot cheetos everybody loves it i tried it i was like i don't understand why people go so crazy over it like why it's not good I hate it. I, I think for me, like, I like the crunchy hot Cheetos. But if I was to get crunchy normal Cheetos, I'm not eating that. Like, that, that's nasty to I'm me. eating Cheetos, baby. Yep. Like and the normal crunchy ones? Yeah. And you know, I think they do Cheeto puffs hot, like, hot too. Like, you know, the puffs? Yeah, they do. I don't like those. I like, I just like, um, I don't know if it's just like a specific thing. I like the crunchy hot Cheetos. And then for the puffs, I like the normal Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And then some, like, people have gotten creative and will, like, um, like, they'll crush the bag up and they'll use it as a breading for, like, say, oh, I've seen that all over YouTube. Yeah, as chicken, like, like chicken tenders or something. And I'm like, mm-mm. That's how people boil them for that. Hey, wait, well, I'm so chaotic. It's so chaotic. I don't even understand it. I was like, uh, wait, what are you, what are you putting the Cheetos? The, um, crab. Oh, the crab. That, uh, my oh. stomach is starting to hurt. They, 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 they thought of that because <laughs> <laughs> they had to have, uh, what are you, what are you smoking? That's synthetic. Like, <laughs> what could you smoke I mean, to be like, it has to be crap. Completely honest. I've been in the kitchen high as hell trying to finagle some shit and get real creative too. But that is something. Oh, no doubt. Me too. But <laughs> not that. Not crap. Uh, hot Cheetos aren't touching beef of oil. Mm-hmm. Nah, but continuing with snacks, I think Funyuns are good. Me too. Oh, hell yeah. Air 5. I think Funyuns are oh, yeah. great. I don't know why people are trying to act like Funyuns aren't good. Funyuns are fucking Funyuns are amazing. fire. 
Funyuns are amazing. Thank you, Chris. I'm so happy you said that. I, I was just eating that like a week ago. Funyuns is good. I could fuck up a bag of Funyuns right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What would have been what would have been an unpopular opinion for me before, say, two weeks ago, would have been um, the only fried seafood that I agree with would be fried shrimp and 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 I guess fried crab if you consider um crab cakes as something fried but wait 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 because y'all can't see their faces but I can wait I tried fried calamari the other day and I loved it I loved it it was so good I'm <laughs> I don't know why that was that statement was such an emotional roller coaster for me but Please, what is the unpopular opinion? Fried calamari. What's the unpopular opinion? My my unpopular opinion was the the only seafood that should be fried should be shrimp and crab. If you consider crab cakes as something that's fried, I don't I don't know. But now I'm like, okay, scratch that. It's okay to fry squid. It's okay to fry octopus or whatever. You've never had calamari up until two weeks ago? Never. Aren't you ashamed of yourself? Not ashamed, but more so like, damn, Carly, what took you so long? You just turned <laughs> 18 two weeks ago? Because I'm, I'm just not understanding. Because I tried calamari regular, like, because um, some people eat it, like, not fried. And it was so chewy. And then the me knowing that it's squid, sometimes I feel like if I were to try something without knowing what it is, I'd have a better liking to it. But me knowing that it's squid, I'm thinking of the tentacles and I'm thinking of that and I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to try it. Da, 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 da. And then some calam- some fried calamari actually has like baby squid, like with like, you know, the whole thing rather than it just being like a circle. But either way, fried calamari goes crazy. So let's shout out me for get- for getting rid of an unpopular opinion that I once had. I'm not shouting you out. I'm not. I'm shutting myself out because I'm my biggest fan. That's not how it works. <laughs> but we want unpopular up. opinion for me, and then I'm just drop my mic for real, and I'm not talking to y'all no more ever in life. <laughs> uh, upset me. Uh, this episode is very triggering, as you can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Um, I think you should not be eating your steaks anything above medium. Medium is even put you. It's medium. Rare to medium, medium, rare to medium. That's it. Anything mm-hmm. above that is only God that will deal with you. It's only God. Medium rare steak is el- that's elite. Medium rare steak is where it is at. Yeah, medium rare. I, I just how you eat your steak. I I actually was gonna say medium well. I always try to be mindful in case the kitchen doesn't cook it well enough. Like doesn't cook it. They either take it off the stove too early or they take it off the stove too late. So I'm like, medium well should be fine. Why? Where do you get your steaks from? The Cheesecake Factory? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I think I Let's throw another unpopular opinion in there. Cheesecake Factory is good. To who? To me. And to a lot of other people, too. This, but this is what I'm saying, though. This is I know you can't cook. How you going to say Cheesecake Factory good? Cheesecake mm-hmm. Factory is good. Cheesecake Factory got 101 things on their menu, and not one thing is good but the fucking That's cheesecake. 
bro, I know that's a lie. I know that's a lie. There are four cheese pasta goes dumb. What are the four cheeses? <laughs> American <laughs> times four. You know what? I ain't gonna add, I ain't gonna answer that because I won't be in the kitchen with them. But if don't we, be in the kitchen. I don't, with I don't know. <laughs> Mad as hell. Hey. I remember one time I went to the Cheesecake Factory and I'm not I'm not gassing. Like I really put this shit on my life. I had to return my meal three times. Really? Three times. And each time was bad. That place is not good. I'm sorry. Why? It's not giving flavor. It's not giving anything. I'd rather just chew grass. <laughs> I do be feeling a bit overwhelmed when I get there because of the fact that they have so many things on their menu and I don't go often, but I'd be like, okay, I don't want to always get pasta, but then I usually do. That's Why don't you go to Olive Garden, girl? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to Cheesecake Factory, Olive Garden has better pasta than Cheesecake. This is not what we're doing today. We're not doing it today. Okay, you, Remy, if you say anything, I'm reporting you to the FBI. Do not piss me are off. Are you saying that you think Cheesecake Factory is trash, but you're willing to ride for Olive Garden? Olive Garden has better pasta than Cheesecake Factory. I don't agree with that. Cheesecake Factory doesn't season anything. I've been anything. to Olive Garden You taste time. every aspect of each item that they put in there. You taste milk. You taste cheese. You taste pasta you taste the water like no nothing blends together it's not giving you food that should be eaten and consumed by children of god <laughs> y'all don't know honestly my watch is really saying breathe crap. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to do it no more <laughs> can we please go to another category because i really feel yes bothered right now <laughs> it's the right word okay bothered. so to delve into um like friendships i guess you could say um an unpopular opinion i have is i don't believe in eskimo sisters i don't like it um for me if my if a friend were to tell me that they smashed somebody that i smashed um that would bother me i guess you can say it depends on the time period like if it was something like if we're in this age now and they're telling me, oh, I smashed somebody from high school. Obviously, that's irrelevant. You know what I mean? Um, right. You're still an Eskimo sister. I mean, oh, yeah, but it's just like if we're 40, if we're like 25, 30, and you're telling me that you smashed somebody that I smashed when I was a freshman, sophomore in high school, I'm not going to feel that type of way about it. But if I'm, if I'm dating somebody in my 20s and you're telling me while I'm, you know, still in my 20s that, hey, like I ended up messing with him too, like I, would not like that. And anybody that my friends entertain, get intimate with, smash, they immediately just, even if they're attracted, like they, they become a turnoff for me in that sense too. So I wouldn't even want to touch them because I'm just like, even if it wasn't serious between you and her, that's still my friend. And it just still like you're tainted. So yeah. That's an unpopular opinion I have. <laughs> so, okay. Let's give the scenario that, like, you you started talking to this guy or, like, you met this guy and, he thought, and you thought that he was, like, real cool, whatever, might have asked you out on a date, whatever, right? Mm. 
but then you, and then you you come and you tell us like hey i met this guy i'm gonna go on a date with him yada 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 this on the fourth and you know we're notorious for showing pictures or whatever so like you show us a picture all pictures and one of us is like oh like we used to like like i went on a date with him or like me and him used to chop it up for a minute. We were dating, whatever, yada, yada, yada. So he's immediately a dub now. If we, if him and I just started out, I would contemplate it. Did you say that you and them were, you, like him and my friend were serious? I, I missed that part. I mean, it could, I guess it could really be on any level. They were, you know, they were going out casually, dating, whatever. They were casually dating. I'm having pause. I'm having pause. If, um, if one or the other shot their shot with one another and it didn't lead anywhere, that's totally fine. That's not, you know what I mean? But to actually, like, even if it's not fucking, but even if it gets, like, very serious, like, feelings were caught. Even if it didn't go anywhere, like I'm still turned off. I'm not pursuing you, and I, if you're pursuing me, like chances are I'm probably gonna want to pedal back because mm -mm, I just don't like. The, no, I just don't like that. Does it um, does it matter how close you are with said friend? Because I feel like. Is it like if me and Bugos were talking to the guy versus if your co not your coworker, but like maybe like a new friend or like a acquaintance or something was talking to the guy? Like, yeah, it definitely depends on the relationship I have with my friend. You know, well, because I'm also I'm like I don't I don't I try not to use the word friend loosely. So when even when I say friend, I'm thinking of like my close friends and mine and um yeah, but like if it was like an acquaintance or something like that, no. Hmm. And then what if we don't give a fuck? I don't that this don't got nothing to do with me, y'all. If okay, I understand if y'all don't give a fuck. If y'all don't give a fuck after like I come to you about it, um like, hey, da da da, da like look, I know y'all mess or did you whatever. It may give me more reason to want to pursue. It may give me. It may give me more reason to want to continue to pursue him, but I still might have pause. If not, still want to like kind of pedal back and just not want to pursue them at all. That's why I say unpopular opinion because I feel like as we get older, a lot of um, a lot of people in our age groups are getting more comfortable with the idea that you know it may be. It may be more. It may be a bit more common than usual in the past for you know us to interact and entertain people that once interacted with a friend. So I'm just not for that. I don't like it. <laughs> Hi. I guess one of my unpopular opinions when it comes to friends is. All of your friends aren't necessarily going to have the same, um, they're not always going to be there in the capacity that you need them to be. And it's, a, and it's okay sometimes. So I know that there are some friends that 
I know that I probably don't need to be, you know, confiding my deepest, darkest secrets into. And, but they, but they compensate for other aspects of me and um, our friendship or whatever. And I feel like that's fine. Um, also, I feel like if you're my best friend and you, you know, are there for me in other capacities, but you might not be there, you know, socially or whatever, like you might not like to go out, you might not like to go party or whatever. That's fine. I just think that there's just like every, every capacity isn't going to always be fulfilled. Um, and I, that might just be a part of, you know, how people are a part of growing up, a part of realizing that your expectations for people aren't always necessarily met in the capacity that you want them to be. Um, but yeah, that's my popular opinion. I don't know if anybody agrees or disagrees with that. I do agree with that. And that's actually something that I realized, I want to say probably around 23, 24. Um, I was just like, and more of a lackadaisical way to put it, I was just like, okay, like s- certain friends you share certain things with. Certain friends are able to provide you with things that other friends can't, but you can't expect all of it from this one. You know what I mean? And that's okay. That's okay. Friendships vary. The type of relationship that you share with these people varies. It's different with every single one. So it's not fair for you to expect you know abc from someone who's like a type f person you know what i mean if that makes sense like it's not you know just everybody is everybody's different and i know that everybody's able to cater to friendships in a different way so i get what you're saying i agree with it if it makes it less unpopular (laughs) let me see what's another one that i have i have one Okay. You shouldn't have. Okay. What? So when you you're considering all of your friends, the number should not be in the double digits. It literally shouldn't even pass eight. Eight is even a lot. And when I say friends, I mean friends. Yeah. No. Because not everybody, not everybody is your friend. People forget that acquaintances exist. People forget that there are people that you could be cool with. People forget that there there are people that you can fuck with, but they're not a friend per se. So I agree. When you think of friends, it shouldn't be like Tom, Jerry, Helen, Emma, Sally. Helen, not Helen. She said Helen. (laughs) I don't know why that name is always so funny. What's I have one. I have one. Um. Okay, so even though these people are your, like, the people who are your friends are your friends, whatever, in certain scenarios, it's not always the appropriate time to bring certain things up if you have a problem with your friend. So, like, if I'm, like, in the mid, like, I guess this is kind of inspired by Insecure, so, like, if I'm in the middle of, like, a big thing, like a big event or whatever, and you so happen to have an issue with something that has to do with me, I don't think it's the appropriate time 
for you to do that at that time, even though you might feel a certain way about me and I'm right in front of you. And idealistically, like you would like to be in front of me when you have this conversation, there's just certain times where you don't do it. I think you have to be mindful of certain situations. Um, if that person is your friend, you know, like there, I think there's a time and a place for everything. Um, you do need to read the room. That's like a hot button topic. Um, you do need to read the room and there's just certain times that you don't need to bring it up. And if you so desperately need to bring it up, like you could tell me a conversation needs to be had, but it does not need to be had right then and there. I don't think that's unpopular. I feel like some people think that like your friend should just always be available. And I just feel like what, that's very unrealistic. Your friend isn't always just going to be available. Um, Never thinks so that. If you think that, honestly, you're childish. Like, come on, son. Yeah. At the big age, you're telling me your friend is always going to be available. Girl, go sit down. Go get a puppy. Even the puppy is not always available. I saw I saw um, something on Twitter a while ago. It was like um, they were saying something like, "I'm not." I'm going to paraphrase, but I'm going to explain what they meant, the concept. They were like, I'm not an everyday friend. Like, I'm not someone that, like, you know, may be able to talk to you every day, chat it up, shoot the shit with every day. But if you need me, I'm there for you. If you need if you need someone to talk to you, if you need someone to help you out, if you need someone to, to whatever, ride the car, drive the car after you just robbed. Like, I'm that friend. But an everyday friend, like someone that's always, like, in contact with you or just always, like, hanging out with you or something like that like don't look for that in me and I was like and and a lot of people you know it garnered a lot of notes or whatever and I guess I understood where they were coming from because I know I'm not the best at texting back and such like that but when it comes to you know circumstances with substance if you need someone to talk to if you need someone to listen to you if you need someone to be there for you because you're alone or anything like that help you out in times when you need it, whatever, like I'm that, but I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. I think the funniest thing is that was going to be my unpopular opinion with friendships. I don't like high maintenance relationships at all, whether it's platonic, I don't like it. Um, so y'all could check that shit at the door. Like, I think y'all know me very well. There used to be times where I wouldn't even talk to y'all for a whole semester. By the time we do talk again, I'm fine. How are you guys? It's normal. Like, I don't get those friendships that need so much work or those relationships that need so much work where you just have to keep pouring and pouring into it. Like, I have other things in my life. Like, that's really much it. I think naturally, like, relationships with anybody that you form are never supposed to be high maintenance. Like, even the relationship that you have with, like, your family members, like, you're not always at their beckoning call. Like, it, like, with your parents right like you respect them you're there when you need to but you're not always chatting with them you're not always you know under their literal wing like there's family members that you probably haven't spoken to since you were about two years old if at all there's probably family members that i know that i that that i have that i haven't even met yet there's people that i haven't talked to in years there's friends that i haven't talked to in months like but i just feel like if the friendship is actually 
rooted in what you guys both believe and what you guys both receive from each other. Like, I mean, like, I, I really just, how is it possible for you to really have a high maintenance relationship that's, I well, want to say healthy. healthy. I want to say healthy because I, high maintenance relationship, it, it gives me clingy. It gives me needy. It gives me dependent. Like, you are some, like, yes, you are with somebody. Yes, you are one of two people in a friendship. Yes, you are one of two people in relationships. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you still have things that you need to do and that you, you like and that you need and all that kind of stuff. Like, I can't imagine myself being in a relationship or friendship where it's high maintenance because I will literally be over it in 2.5 seconds. I can't. There's times we don't need to talk to each other for days. Like, yeah, no, and I was going to bring that up. Like, thank you for um, calling it that because I didn't know what to um, identify those type of relationships uh, type of relationships as, but high maintenance is perfect. Um, I be feeling bad. Like, I be feeling guilty for not being the friend that's always in contact with you every day, that's not responding back quickly, that's not always in contact with you, always check, always ask, like, how was your day? It's so on and so forth. And I actually experienced that with, um, like I had a moment with one of my very, very close friends, one of my best friends. Um, I didn't talk to her for, for a good chunk of quarantine. And that's because I was going through my own stuff. But like, I, I remember when we, when we talked the other day, we had a long conversation caught up and everything. And it was so great. It was so beautiful. And I told her, I was like, I actually thought you were mad at me. Like, I, th- I, I, no, I was like, I thought you hated me. I was like, I thought you hated me because, you know, we're in quarantine. So you ha- obviously have more times on your hands, but everybody handled quarantine differently. But I was just like, because I, because I wasn't that friend that was, you know, hitting you up every day, especially considering the fact that I moved and she's in Jersey still. So I was just like, you know. I thought that maybe you were holding it against me, um, looking for me to reach out to you, looking for me to talk to you every day. And the fact that I wasn't, I thought that you were taking it the wrong way. And she was like, no, I wasn't at all. Da-da-da-da. I was like relieved. I'd be, I, I'd be feeling bad that I'm not that type of friend. But it feels good to know that we're kind of all on the same page with that because um, um, I feel like a lot of people hold friends in this regard of we got to talk every day. Like we're that close. We got to talk every day. We got to hit it up every day. But no, I understand that priorities and responsibilities come the way. And on top of that, it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot to talk to somebody every single day (laughs) for me, at least. Because to me, what are you guys talking about? Like I, I get it. If it's after a long time, like I'd go like, a month, you know. Okay, if I go a month without speaking to you guys, when I get back, I always say, y'all know my life is crazy. I'm going to have mad stories to share, and we're going to catch up. But after that first maybe day or two, I'm going to be like, all right, we don't have to talk every day. Like, y'all niggas need to stop replying to the group chat, and eventually I'll stop replying. Like, what could I say to you every day that has to be said? Especially if you guys run in either similar friendship circles or you guys are on you know, the same kind of like social media page or whatever. There's just certain things that like all of you see. Like I know that most of the things that I may see, at least one of, if not both of you have seen. And if we're in the same circle, like if there's something that I know, 
either one or both of you might know that. And it's just like, we're, we're all cognizant of what's going on. Every day of your life isn't going to be a day that needs to be discussed with people. Like you just might have a normal ass day. You wake up, you eat, you work, you do whatever, you go to bed. Like, what? Why? Why are we talking? Like, not to say that you can't talk if you want to talk. That's fine. But like the necessity to talk. Hey, hey, what's up? Not much. You same. Like, we can we can limit those kind of conversations if we're you know honest and truthful about how our, how our lives actually go and what's important to be communicated and what's not. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that you know it's a beautiful thing to experience but you know some people experience friendships that were started from like middle school or elementary so when you guys were younger and kids you guys experienced the whole attached at the hip you know friendship because you're young you know what I mean you have the time to do that and then that transitions into adulthood and you're conditioned to always being with each other because we've been friends since kindergarten we've been friends since fourth grade like we were always you know what I mean so again very beautiful shout out to y'all it's a treasure but um just still that separation is needed i don't know for me at least and i can't i can't that may be something that i experienced when i was younger but that's not something that i can't keep up as a a, a, being an adult just not how i work i need my space (laughs) i need my days to not talk to anybody I have two unpopular opinions, so I'm going to go back to back because we know I have the memory of a 98-year-old dementia patient. <laughs> All right, you go. The first one, I think that you can remain friends with someone that you had a sexual encounter with, a romantic relationship. And there we go. I already forgot the second one. Look at that. So I'm going to think about the second one while you guys discuss this. I mean, I agree. Like, I agree. I agree. There I agree. What the fuck we can't be friends for? Like, I mean, I if we want to be, you know, technical. Oh, well, like, it's a, it's a feeling that's been explored that, you know, not everybody should be explored. But, you know, I'm not on that vibes shit. Like, at all. Really don't care. Like. <laughs> Sexual encounter, it, it like when you said that unpopular opinion, I immediately thought of it was an encounter with no strings attached. So y'all both knew what it was. No, no, no. I'm, well, that too. But like, say if for some reason you fuck your friend, I think that you guys can be friends afterwards. Like, it doesn't have to end the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. One of my closest friends is somebody that I used to mess around with. So it's like, I just feel like if you and this person are on the same wavelength and you guys don't expect anything outside of, Hey, we're friends. And yes, we fuck. Like, why is, why is anything complicated? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's not like you wake up one day after like you're, you're fucking your relation, like the person that you're in a relationship with. And then all of a sudden you lose all capacity to like relate to them on like, levels outside of like romanticism like i just don't understand like you can you could be friends it's fine 
So then let me kind of piggyback off of that unpopular opinion. Do you guys believe that friends with benefits can successfully happen? Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Okay, well, wait. Successfully happen in the sense of y'all both know what the deal is and y'all both can y'all both keep your feelings in check the entire experience? Yes. Yes. I don't, I don't, do not have to. I feel like every friends with benefits situation I've heard of or seen, somebody's ended up catching feelings at some point and it's completely null and voided the whole thing because. This might be an unpopular opinion. I feel like if you catch, if you quote unquote catch feelings for somebody that you were in a romantic, a friends with benefits situation is those feelings were there before it started. Oh yeah. Because there's, there's no way there's no, like, unless you're really on that vibe shit, like whatever the fuck that is. I still don't know. You know the vibe. Why? You know the vibe. I don't, this is where I don't know the vibes. Like, <laughs> Having having a friends with benefits relationship with somebody, getting intimate with them in that sense, can open up a door to you exploring new feelings. I don't think those feelings were there beforehand. I don't agree with that. It may why be- is why is a dick inside of you the determining factor of why you're getting feelings? It's a, it's a feeling. Here we go. Here I'm gonna insert my um, unpopular opinion. Sex doesn't involve feelings. Well, period. It, it can. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. <laughs> we'll see. Because we we'll Okay. I, I, it's it's probably with about to start a whole emotional rant. Talking about no, actually, I'm, not, I'm not. Because this leads into my other unpopular opinion, which is a bit bold. But I was going to say, um, I respect people still wanting to be a virgin, but I don't agree with it. I think that intimacy is a really important part of relationships in adulthood. And I would, I, I, per, I would hate for me to realize on my wedding night that me and my partner are not intimate, but we're not compatible in an intimate sense. I think that's something that should be explored beforehand because it's a really big component. Would y'all date a virgin? What are we going to do? Play patty cake? <laughs> what are we going to do? Rub genitals through, through denim? Like, what? I'm confused. For what? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to penetrate each other's souls. We're going to be deep breathing, heavy breathing, and, and, and patting each other? Like, I'm confused. What am I doing? No. Intimate massages. Like, what? All that. No. My other popular opinion that I forgot is you shouldn't date your best friend. You shouldn't marry your best. Like, I feel as though when people say, okay, let me clarify what I'm saying. Thank you. Please clarify. Because I'm, I'm, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I am. You need to rebuttal to an unpopular opinion that I have. I'm not here with you, Carly. I'm here with Ugo. Just letting you know. I know. I, I, when I thought of this unpopular opinion, I actually thought of you. I was like, I know Chris isn't going to agree with this at all because she said the exact opposite. So what I mean is, you know how like I have male best friends. I cannot imagine myself tapping into that and turning it into a romantic relationship. I'll be looking at people's side when they're like, oh, you have to be like best friends with your person before, you know, you get in a relationship. No, you don't. Because if, if the standards were the same for every other best friend that you had, you wouldn't be with this person. Like 
the and the feelings that you garner towards this person are not the feelings that you have for your best friend. So no, you're not forming a best friendship with them before you date them. You're dating somebody because you have romantic feelings towards them. And then as time goes on, although you see you develop like other aspects of that romanticism and then they can become your best friend. But no, you're not dating your best friend. Shut no you're not. And everybody who says, oh you have to be best friend you're you have you have to be friends with a person before you're date you're lying. You're lying. hundred percent you're lying. You guys proposed really good ideas because my unpopular opinion was um you know the whole like bumping into each other, attraction being there, you guys share numbers, you guys start texting for a couple of days and then one date, two date, three dates, and then you guys are together. Like I don't really agree with that. I was a believer in the fact that like, you know, you guys should get comfortable as friends first before starting to pursue something serious romantically. I was a believer in that. <clears throat> I don't get that though, because then that's not like friendship. That's friendship with a different intention of just friendship. Like you bump into each other, you get each other's numbers, whatever, you guys are just getting to know each other, being friends is different than oh I'm just going to be, like, strictly friends with this person. You get what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I'm, like, okay, say, for instance, me and Devante. We bumped, bumped into each other. We met. We started talking instantly. Da, 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 da. There was no period of, oh, I'm just going to get to know this man as a friend. Because once I get to know you as a friend, that's it. I'm not knowing you past anything else. Like, I don't think that that bump into each other and get to know each other as friends first. That's not a real friendship. That Because you still are attracted to each other. You still want to have sex with each other. And do whatever people in relationships do. Okay. That's interesting. Because I wasn't approaching it with the notion of getting to know you as friends. I was approaching it more so with the notion of getting to know you. And then obviously, like, just as you're getting to know someone, you're getting more comfortable with them. Your relationship changes from just being strangers to being acquaintances. And then from just being acquaintances to being friends. Uh Like, that's not how it goes, sweetie. Mm -mm. I just feel like there's there's this unrealistic like chain that people are trying to go on like as if like the friend portion is like a safe haven that people can just utilize if you know a relationship or whatever doesn't work like i'm telling you right now if if the most attractive person that you've ever seen in your life is in the club and you see them and he starts to talk to you or whatever the fuck the first thing on your mind is not, you know, he is so fun. I think he would make a great friend. Like, it's not what you're, it's not what you're talking about. It's not what you're thinking about. It. It's not what you want. So, like, I just don't understand why you even think that the, the friend thing needs to even be in the play. Like, why? Because then what's going to happen when you start, you know, becoming the quote-unquote friend that you get to before this relationship that you think you're going to end up in? Now you see. Now there's a chance that you'll see them on the same level as somebody that would be like your brother, or your cousin, or your other mangy ass best friends. Like, come on now. No, you're not friends with them before your dinner. Please. (laughs) Okay, this segment is triggering Kristen. Um, the food segment was triggering me. So, what's the next one? (laughs) Uh, I have one in terms of relationships. Um. I don't know how you guys will feel about it, but it's okay to go to sleep mad at your partner. It is okay. And I say this because 
And I say this because like in like in life, you're good. Like you don't know the capacity of what something can do to you. You don't know how long those things will harbor. And you don't know how long it will take you to like truly forgive somebody. So like if your partner does something that's like ridiculous or something that you really, really don't like, I'm allowed to feel how I feel about it for as long as I feel as as much as I might not want to be in the situation that I want to be in because I don't want to be mad period like I'm allowed to feel what I feel and if it just so happens that I need to go to sleep I need to wake up and that might be like my my time to cool down it might be my rationale period like I might wake up with a new mind like the next day or I might be able to like cool down and maybe like express myself differently in the morning. Like it's okay to not have to settle everything in the moment because one, it might not truly be settled. Um, if it is cool, like that's fine. But if you're forcing yourself to like, if you're forcing yourself to forget somebody just for the sake of like, I don't want to have to go through another day with being mad at somebody. I don't think that's necessarily healthy. I feel differently for the simple fact that I think, okay, if my partner does something and it offends me, um, I can express that, you know, I'm hurt by this or I'm bothered by this and X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. But I won't, the initial anger that I have, I'm not going to carry it into tomorrow because it's going to hinder any type of communication or any um, progress that we're going to make to move past this. So if that man was to upset me tonight, right? I can easily just voice, you know, I'm not happy with this. I'm, I'm hurt right now. Like I'm okay. But we already have understanding that I'm not going to carry that into tomorrow because if I, whenever someone is angry or if you're mad or whatever, you, you, there's no communication that's going to be happening. So in order for us to get that communication and just move on past this tomorrow, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to be over the situation and like it can still hurt me until I hear what his side was or what the other person's side was. It can hurt you, but you got to let the anger go. That's the only way that you're going to move on past it. Unless you're telling me tomorrow you don't want to move on. Like you can literally just voice, you know what? This shit shouldn't have been like this. I'm, and for my sake, because being mad is a little bit too much work. Like, I'm not going to be mad tomorrow. I'm still going to be hurt. Like, you get what I'm saying? I agree with that. Um, because I used to I used to kind of hold the notion of with my partner, like, okay, let's make a deal. We don't go to bed mad. If there's an issue, we talk it out until so on and so forth. But, of course, I've done, you know, canceled that idea. And I'm more so aligning with Ugo's um opinion whereas like being angry takes a lot of energy so going to bed mad it's uh, going to bed angry that's not what that's not that's that doesn't have to happen like we can both come to some type of a some come to some point in the conversation where we're no longer angry of course the topic could still be a soft spot it could still be a sour spot for us still feel some type of way about it hurt whatever but to be angry no um I would hope that my partner would want to um, reach to a point in the issue with me to some degree where 
it's not as severe as it once was when we do go to bed. It may not be resolved, that's fine, but let's make some progress to that direction so that it's not as hot when we first approached it. Because it's a lot to ask for, I mean, of course, depending on the issue and the severity, it's a lot to ask for that all to be resolved in one day yeah. with us yeah. both experiencing all the emotions that we experience about it. So, you know what I mean? I may not want to go to bed. I may not go to bed angry. I may still go to bed feeling a little bit of type of way, but you know what I mean? That's just being realistic. And I hear both of you completely. And that's completely ideal for somebody like me. Like Ugo, I don't get mad easily. So when I do get mad, I get mad. And exactly. There's, but when I get mad, it's not just going to take a conversation for me to not be mad, unfortunately. But like, there's, clearly there's been some, there's been multiple layers that have been stripped from me in order for me to get mad. And it's not, like, it, realistically for me, just thinking about it, it's not going to take just one conversation. If I'm truly mad, if I'm upset, sure, conversation, whatever, cool. I'll be upset about it the next day, whatever. But mad, like, in my heart, mad, in my mind, mad. I don't foresee that being resolved in one conversation. Um, I feel like for me personally, that all changed once I did get into a healthy relationship that has healthy, open communication because for the simple fact that I, and, and y'all know me, like I, it's going to take a lot to get me mad, but once I'm mad, I'm mad. And at that point where I'm upset, I, I'm not here to hear anything that you have to say. I don't care. Because you should, how I view it is, I shouldn't have gotten to this point because I take so much before I get here. So if I'm already at that point where I don't want to hear anything that the person has to say, there's no way, like, if I go to sleep mad and I wake up and I'm still just mad and I'm, mm, I'm walking around the kitchen slamming doors and all of that shit, I still don't want to hear what you have to say. But it gets difficult when, because I know for me, I now consider my partner to be my best friend. I'm not saying he was my best friend before. I ain't know the nigga before the relationship. That's that. But right now, I consider him to be my best friend. And I can't, like, imagine if I know I was mad at him on Friday. And then on Saturday now, especially because, you know, we don't live together. And that kind of plays into it. I don't want to be mad on Saturday because I'm here to spend time with you. Like, I'm here. We're here to just be happy and have fun. So I need to cool down. Like, it's a conversation I have within myself where it's, which you really just need to cool down because you're not about to sour everything over this and you guys need to move on from this because if I wake up tomorrow and I'm still mad guess what I'm not talking to you like I don't have anything else to say so once I, I get what you're saying Chris like as the I completely understand it but in that aspect of a relationship I feel as though it's okay like you can literally just humble yourself and hold yourself and just be like you know what it could still bother me but tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and I'm going to be willing to have an open conversation which I don't think anyone can have an open conversation if one party is. Oh, I mean, I feel like, you know, when I say it's okay to go to your, go to bed mad, like if you, maybe that's just your time that you take to cool off. Like, I don't want to be around this person because I don't want to regret what I say. I don't want to, you know, make anything worse. I don't want anything that this person says to trigger me to make me even more mad. Let me just distance myself. Let me take the time that I need. And then maybe like tomorrow, when I'm cooled down, I've had my rest, I've had time to think, whatever, then we can go back and we can, we can talk. Like nine times out of 10, I feel like that's more so what's going to happen unless it's something like completely unforgivable and it's like, fuck it. 
And when I, when I say it's okay to, you know, go to sleep mad at your partner, I'm not saying that that's like how it should be. I'm just saying like how, how you feel it's all right. It's not ideal. It might not be what you want, but it happens. I guess that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want it to be that way, but I feel like sometimes it happens that way. I guess. I suppose. I was going to touch on, it makes sense for you both because you both mentioned how it takes a lot for you to get mad. It takes a lot to get you guys to that point. So once you're, since it, since it takes so much to get to that point, it only makes sense for it to take just as much for you to come back down from that. You know what I mean? Whereas for me, not to touch on the fact that I'm an Aries, but I'm a hothead. It, you know what I mean? mad at anything. Carly will literally get upset for everything. Like, that's anything. Yes, so, honestly. But the thing is, though, I have a short fuse. All I'm saying is, I may have what some may consider a short fuse. And if that's true, not saying that it is, just as I may have supposedly this short fuse, it takes little for me to come back down. Like I could be a hot head and be like hot and heavy in that moment, but it takes very, it, it just as quick as I got upset, I can come down and not be. So, so that's why I bring that up because that's why that whole notion of not going to bed mad, that seems a bit realistic for me because, okay, I understand that I'm sensitive. I understand that, you know, whatever I can feel a type of way about things easily, but just as easily I can get over it. And and that also just factors into the fact that like sometimes I won't even bring shit up because I'm self-aware in the sense of, okay, Carly, you're like feeling the type of way about this just right now because you're a hothead, but give yourself like five minutes and you're cool. <laughs> you know, just having little nuances or whatever. I have one quick unpopular opinion. Okay. I'm ready to shake all tables. I now believe, why the fuck, why are you so close to the camera? Because <laughs> I'm tapped in. <laughs> You're going to be tapped in. And no. six feet away, baby. <laughs> when I tell you I can see Carly's pores. Yeah, but we can see her fucking hair follicles in her eyebrows. Like, back the fuck up. My God. That was bad invasive. Anyways, <laughs> I now hold the belief that you need to have sex with her. Okay. Wow. That is definitely an unpopular opinion. Um, the first date need you need <laughs> to suck that dick. Period. No, <laughs> but um, need. I don't necessarily think yeah you need, but like if it happens, popping, whatever, lit. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm not saying. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I feel like y'all taking it like. If we have dinner at seven by nine forty six, we need to be niggas, niggas being gender gender neutral, um, need to get a lot more open with this idea of smashing on the first date or second date. You know, that whole idea of either person being considered easy or slutty or whatever, dead it, dead that. If it happens, it happens. If the vibe is right, the vibe is right. Could be I right on the very first date. I don't see the problem with it. Like I don't, I don't either. Me, I, why I say you need to do it, you need to get it out of the way. Because I know for me how I did, again, Carly, we don't date the same, apparently. You 
Was it Carly who said like you become friends and then da da da? Yes. Yes. No, that's some shit you see on Lifetime. Like when I meet somebody that I know I want to date, only thing in my mind is, damn, I want some of that. Like that's I'm not here thinking about like their friendship status or anything like that. Well, so I need to get that out of the way. Like I need to clear my mind so I can now know you as a person. But this this is not seventh heaven. Like you're like, not always gonna be. Oh, we're gonna meet each other, and then we're gonna go on our first date in our family's backyard at the barn, and then we're gonna like, bitch. No, sometimes you just see a nigga, and you know that's all you need to do, and then period. Like I just feel like we're not we're not on lifetime. We're not. I'm sorry. They like follow you vibe kings and queens out there. <laughs> um, I want to know what the vibe is. What's the feel? What's the vibe? What is that? Because if, that if it's an orgasm, I'm punching you in the fucking face. Because that's what you should be getting anyway. That is not what we're talking about right now. I'm still punching y'all niggas in the face though. <laughs> 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 Anyways, that's the only unpopular opinion that I think will like shake the table. And I think that's a wonderful unpopular opinion to wrap things up. Market test of it. Here I am, happier than ever. <laughs> um, but with that, guys, we are going to wrap up this episode. Wonderful way to end the note. Wonderful note to end on, I would say. Um, if you guys aren't following us already please do better and please do um, at we are that pod on IG and Twitter. And we are that podcast at gmail.com. If you want to talk to us, send us comments on um, opinions, feedback on this episode or um, anything that you want us to discuss in future episodes. And in regards to our wine of the week, admittedly guys, I was drinking hard liquor tonight. So whoever was drinking wine, please share that. Chris. I had Riesling. Um, I've already said this one before. I kind of came on prepared. I had Brie Riesling. Just get it. The one that looks like the Evan Vodka bottle. Yo! <laughs> yeah. I remember coming over to Chris's place and she would always be drinking that. I always just yeah, think, why is she drinking yeah. Vodka? <laughs> and y'all should know me. Oh, unpopular opinion actually should be popular. Vodka's nasty. So if you drink it willingly, I'm fighting you. Yeah, I back on that, and I'm going to add that tequila is nasty, Kristen. I don't co-sign with that, but I don't agree with that. I mean, I know I drank the, that little bit, that little bit of vodka when I was on keto, but I was an unpopular opinion I was going to have was people should stop drinking vodka after twenty two. Twenty two is even old. Yeah, because I don't know, like vodka is like a. I mean, you can legally drink at 21, but we all don't follow that. You drink vodka when you're, like, in college, 19, 20. So that's why I say 22. Well, you shouldn't be drinking tequila voluntarily unless someone is holding you against your will. No, nah, tequila's fire. You guys are really immature. Anyways, <laughs> um, you might as well just go open your, your medicine cabinet and just drink the um, rubbing alcohol. Go ahead. Take a shot. It sounds riveting. I mean, you're drinking tequila. You're not that far off. Like, 
We can get into how I feel about y'all Moscato drinkers over there, but we ain't going to talk about that today again. We will save that for another episode. As I said in the last episode, you're drinking Moscato when you're mixing it with cognac. That's the only time. Like I don't want to hear nothing about y'all Moscato drinkers. As long as you're mixing it, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, if, if, it's, if it's like a chaser or yeah, a mix, it's just drinking it just to drink it. You might as well just drink apple juice. Drink juice. Same yes. shit. All right. Well, with that being said, everybody, thank no, you so much. Me. Okay. Oh. You. Y'all. That is the takeaway. That's the unpopular opinion that you need to remember when you're going to sleep. Even if you're mad, you need to suck that. And don't oh. eat bananas. Oh, yes. And that, everybody, is the that on that. And that's motherfucking period. I'm not even going to use the normal voice because if you eat bananas, bitch, I'm going to find you. Yeah. <laughs> don't make her fucking say it again. <laughs>